A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. He joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. He is Mark Bowman joining us from spring training. Mark, how are you, sir? Good. How are you guys doing? We're, we're doing great, man. We're doing great. I, you know, as if there wasn't enough to get excited about with the rotation and Spencer Strider, you start hearing all this talk about working on a, on a curveball to kind of complement the fastball and the slider. What's, what's the latest on that? What is he tinkering with, and how effective do you think it'll be? I mean, I think it's it's good to just have something that, that gives you a little bit different look. You know, he's a fastball slider guy who, you know, he, he has proven he can be successful with those two pitches. He's tinkered with a changeup. It really doesn't fit his his delivery. You know, the changeup, it's been effective here and there. It's just always going to probably be inconsistent because of just his, his frame, his delivery, his release point, his approach, it just – it's not that pitch for him. So the natural thing to do is just sit here and, and kind of just tinker with, you know, what, what do I do? What a pressure point here with the fingers. I'm going to move this finger here, put the pressure point here. Um, it's just something he's toying with now. I'll tell you what, that first curveball I saw yesterday looked like a guy who's been throwing it for, you know, four, five, six years. It's not a, it's not a new pitch. So I do think we'll see it a little bit. I think it's going to be – you know, he's still bread and butter, fastball slider, but, uh, you know, all of a sudden, instead of looking for, you know, 87, something hard, 85, 87 slider, now all of a sudden there's a chance that something's going to drop in at 80, you know, 78, 82, with much more of a 12 to 6 o'clock type hook. Mark, when so this... It, it's just something, like, something neat to, to think about. When the hitter sees this, Mark, is it going to be a slider that looks like a curveball or is it going to be a curveball that looks like a slider? I tell you what, the first one I saw yesterday, um, it looked like a curveball. It, it, you know, it, and I, I, I think that um, they, there was definitely a difference, you know, with, with the ones that I saw yesterday. So I, I don't think this is necessarily, you know, like he said, I, maybe you've read what he said, it was, whether you call it a slurve, a curve, a slider, you know, a, uh, a sweeper we're calling. He's, it's just kind of um, – this one had much – it's not – okay, I'm going to take it back. It's not exactly 12 to 6, but it has much more of that look than that straight across, uh, you know, 
uh, slider that we've seen that it's been so effective for him over the last couple of years. B- bottom line is it's less velo than a slider, so it's it's more of a differentiation from a fastball that's blazing in the upper nineties to a slower right, curveball. Exactly. So I mean that, that you you could see why that would certainly help add to an already dominant starter. He is <clears throat> excuse me he is Mark Bowman of MLB dot com joining us here on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Live. A very good idea for eight spots in the in a normal lineup, what it's going to be like. Uh, tell me what Jared Kelnick really can be, because if it's any version for the other eight guys and then you add a legit major league stick, especially one that lives up to any sort of his thoughts from a year, two, three years ago, tell me what you think he really can be at this stage. I'd say this. He's going to be a better defensive player than Eddie Rosario, and he can provide similar power and maybe, maybe a little bit more consistency. The, the concern with Jared Kelnick is the strikeout numbers, whether, you know, if you're going against lefty, you know, facing fellow left-handers or going up you know, having a right-handed versus left-handed matchup. The strikeout numbers, both of them, I, I specific numbers I don't remember, but both of them are around, you know, anywhere from 28 to 32%. Uh, if, if for, for that to be okay, that, that he's got to be closer to a 30 home run guy. Um, right now, I'd say last year we're looking at a guy who was going to hit 20 homers if he doesn't take out his frustration on that water cooler and break his foot. Um, here's a guy that's going to sit in the bottom line, whether he bats 7th, 8th, ninth. There's not going to be a lot of pressure on him. I see a guy who is really just blended in here in the clubhouse uh, really well. It's it's kind of funny. Yeah, we're looking at him. Yeah, he's the new guy. But you got Ronald Acuna Jr., Matt Olson, and Austin Riley. Uh, just the, you've got three MVP candidates there, and, and then you're just saying, oh, you know, Michael Harrison getting his attention. I tell you what, this was the perfect spot for a guy like Jared Koenig, who was the number four prospect in the game not too many years ago. Yeah, they missed with the prospect list and that kind of stuff. But this is legit power. We're seeing the BP power right now. Over the next few weeks, it's going to be interesting to get a better feel for at the same time. What he does down here doesn't necessarily matter. Um, you know, what he does once uh, that regular season begins, if he can be that guy that hits 230 with 25 homers, um, gets on base at, you know, with a 350 clip, whatever, um, you know, that, that that's, that's the kind of guy that, that uh, I'd say he's going to provide you more value than you got from Eddie Rosario. Mark, when you, when you look at this projected lineup, and, and there's really not – this is not your typical club going to spring training where there's a lot of positional battles going on. You, you just don't have that, which is probably a good thing. It's, it's continuity on a team that's been winning a lot of games over the last few years. So it's going to be the same familiar names, Acuna, Albies, Riley, Olsen, Azuna – Harris, et cetera, you got two good catchers, which is rare for any team in, in the bigs. And you just mentioned Kelnick. Here's my question for you. When, when you look at last, the last two postseasons and you look at last year in a team that was rolling all year long, set all kinds of offensive records and hits under 200 against the Phils in the opening round, uh, is there a dog on, uh, on this roster? And, and really, you don't just want it on the mound. You really need somebody in that in that dugout the entire game that's that's going to be have a little of those jock peterson type intangibles who is that guy because on the surface it seems like a, a number of really professional kind of mild-mannered guys which can be a good thing but is there anybody there that can kind of serve that role um yeah i mean it, it's tough to, to, to find that one guy in that in that lineup that it's going to be 
just like Jock Peterson, I am. I'm, you know, there are a lot of nice guys that you know. The one guy that, um, you know, the leader of that clubhouse is Travis Darno. I mean, he he certainly can ha- impact that that clubhouse in a lot of ways. Um, I do think that Ozzy has, you know, it's it, he's been around as long as anybody. He has that ability to maybe be that guy to to bring a little bit of that attitude. Uh, maybe it's, you know, we, we saw it even during the Maddox, Clavin, Smoltz, Chipper years. It was, you know, Chipper was always a leader. Chipper was always a clubhouse leader, but it just, it, it takes time to just take on more of a, a role. Sometimes the older guys have to, to get out of the way, and I think that's what we're seeing here with with Ozzie. Uh, maybe, maybe he takes that step forward. But, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I alluded to that today in, in my newsletter. I was thinking that, um you know, last year with the Orlando Arcia thing, um, you know, everyone, the, the Orlando's response was, I didn't know the media was going to write that I said, attaboy, Harper. Oh, you know what? I get it. You can be mad and all that kind of stuff, but it's, the response should have been, I said it. Who cares? What's the big deal? Not, I didn't know they were going to say that. You know what? Just be, just be that guy that, be that a-hole and say, I don't care what you think, hmm. you know? And, and just go ahead and, and, and bring a little attitude to the park. Last one for me, Mark. Uh, Reynaldo Lopez, there's no doubt he's a guy that's going to make the Braves' bullpen better, but we're also hearing that possibly he could be considered for the starting rotation. How do you see his role going forward here for the Atlanta Braves? I'll be honest with you. Up until about a week or so ago, I was assuming he was going to be an eighth-inning guy, but the more I started talking to folks, it, I, was, I quickly changed my tune. I said I was completely wrong. I was uh, it sounds like, you know, they're going to do more than just stretch him out. Uh, he's going to be given every shot in the world uh, to begin that season, begin the season in the fifth spot. Um, I think he's a guy who could give them, you know, they, they would love for him to give 20-plus starts in that role, you know, and maybe, maybe late in the season you start transitioning him uh, depending on how Ian Anderson's doing, how Bryce Elder's throwing, you know, where – where Chris Sale's workload is. It's nice to keep Lopez stretched out as an option as long as you can, knowing those all, those guys can also fill rotation spots. Um, but I, I do see Lopez being uh, beginning of the year in the rotation, uh, but at the same time, if they get to October and, and uh, in the playoffs, I see him being a seventh or eighth inning guy. Mark, you hit on a name I wanted to ask you about. I, I've said on record, I, I, I don't care what Chris Sale does in April and May. I, I really want to see Chris Sale in primo condition come the postseason because he can be an absolute difference maker in that spot. We know the age. We know the injuries. So what is the mindset on how to use him in spring training in the early months of the year and even beyond? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. When the first day they got him, you know, the question to Alex was, they, they Alex made sure to, to say that, you know, this we got him to be a difference maker in October. How do you get him to October? That's the question. First time we asked, said, you know, what, is there any thought of, you know, having him start the season on the injured list or something like that? You know, you have him sit for the first two months of the season. You know, Alex said no to that. So, you know, I, and I, I meeting Chris Sale, I don't think he's going to agree to that either. As long as he's healthy, he wants to be throwing. Now, one more, you know, could you go ahead and just say? He's going to throw, you know, three and four innings uh, in his first four or five starts there in April. Then you're up to four to five innings per start 
Um, or do you, do you, you know, every time there's a next, uh, an opportunity to give him an extra day of rest, they certainly will do that. Uh, he's going to throw less in between starts. Uh, but, you know, the, 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 he threw 102 innings last year. You know, you look at how, what, where can you get to that point to where he's going to be fresh enough to give you 20 to 25 innings in October if necessary. Um, you know, I, I don't think you're wanting him to throw more than a total 150 innings next year. So how they manage his workload from April through October will be very interesting. Obviously, you're going to, you know, take off the reins a little bit maybe in September just to let him amp up. But, um, you know, exactly how they manage that workload while making sure they don't overtax the bullpen uh, is going to be very interesting. Final minute with Mark Bobin of MLB.com. It's real easy to forget Bryce Elder was an all-star last year. Obviously, the second half did not work out that way. You, you talked about the battle for the number five spot. Where, where is he now? I mean, is that just a classic case of a young guy being extended more than he had and maybe hitting a bit of a wall? Or do they believe he can still be a, a contributor, a major contributor this year? I think they, they have to. If you, if you know Bryce Elder, I think you've got to understand that that he, you know, there's not going to be any metrics or analytics. Anything's going to jump out the page say he's that guy. He wasn't that guy coming out of high school where nobody wanted him except all of a sudden his high school coach got, you know, became a coach for an all-star game and the University of Texas lost a bunch of guys that year and they gave him a chance. He wasn't that guy necessarily that big draft choice. You know, he's fifth rounder there with the Braves, but he's in the majors a couple years later. He's a guy that went – when people have doubted him, he's found a way to succeed. Last year, I do think he fatigued. You know, I think that was obvious. I think he he was there was a point in time there in in June where he had a big start against the Phillies and Bryce Harper was praising him and and all with the changeup and all this kind of stuff. He went through that first half. That was legit. The, the second half, uh, that was legit fatigue. You know, he, he did hit a wall at the end of his first full professional season or big league season. And, uh, you know, he grew from it. The one thing you're not going to do is, is phase uh, Bryce Elder. He, he's, uh, you know, we've all, all of us have been around athletes where you just kind of understand they got that, maybe that little extra edge, you know. Maybe he's never an all-star again, but at the same time, he has that mental edge that, that I think is going to allow him to, to have some level of success at the big league level for many years to come. Mark, you're our all-star. You've given us a mental edge with some of that knowledge from spring training. Keep up the good work. We'll talk to you down the road. All right, guys. Take care. You got it. Mark Bobin of MLB.com. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash john. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. Spring is here and baseball is back. 
You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. 